All right, you got the So Baseball with a So Football podcast for November 17th. We have Dave and Kevin in the house today. We are going to jump in and talk about some of the week's action in the NFL. Thank you for listening to our first So Football episode. We are going to spin the So Football podcast out into its own feed soon, maybe in the next episode or two. But for now, uh, you'll keep getting them in your So Baseball podcast feed. So so thanks for sticking with us. Uh, We talk for about 25 minutes about NFL, the big uh, highlights of the week. And then at the end of the show, we circle back and just do a general sports roundup, which is pretty fun. We touch we touch on touch on just about everything that we can find on the ESPN homepage. So if you have a general interest in sports, maybe we talk about your favorite team in the last 10 minutes or so. So um, you're going to mostly be hearing from Dave and Kevin. I'm not really the NFL guy, but I, I am in on the conversation. I'm asking... I'm asking the stupid questions that people who don't know about the NFL might be asking. So if you feel uninformed, I will be your proxy today, uh, asking, asking what otherwise might be considered sort of a, a beginner's question about what's happening in today's world. So stay with us for this conversation. We are sponsored, as always, by WineInsiders.com, your favorite source for amazing wines at incredible discounts. Shipped directly to you free of charge. Go to WineInsiders.com, place your order, use the promo code SOBASEBALL, and you will get some just some great wines. I, I actually just placed another order myself um, for some incredible wines. I got, the Bernard, I got the Bernard Magres Sauvignon Blanc, which is a French wine. Very dry, very delicious. Check that one out. I think it's in the $16, $17 range. They have more expensive wines. They have cheaper wines if you're on a budget. Or get a mix. Get some, you know, just to, to chug in your backyard and get a couple special bottles for when you're having guests over. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And next week, we will, or next episode later this week, we'll be back to talk about all the baseball postseason awards. MVP, Cy Young, yada yada. Those words are dropping today as we speak. Congrats, Robbie Ray. Spoiler alert. Anyway, those those awards are dropping right now. So we will be back in the next day or two to talk all about off-season baseball. So thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Well, do we want to just do a quick Neglia Brothers sports update? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Okay. Um, um, if you want to talk about UCLA basketball, I'm I'm here for that. Okay. Well, let me let me. Uh, yeah, I I don't. I, all I know is what you've told me. <laughs> but uh, we're number two in the nation, and I say we because I'm part of the nation too. You are. You're um, officially part of it. I'm officially uh, a Bruin now. Um, you're a Bruin. The Bruins. You know, um, for those who aren't following along, UCLA went to the Final Four last year. Um, after sucking at the tail end of the regular season and in the conference championships, just su- they sucking so badly that they had to play a play in game to get into the NCAA tournament and then coming out and absolutely dominating the UCLA tournament with so many come from behind overtime victories. And like 
beating teams that nobody gave them a chance against, and then making it to the final four, losing to Gonzaga in the final four on a half court last minute buzzer beater, like joke of a shot. Um, just total heartbreaker. It took a miracle to beat this team. And, uh, and then, you know, they lost. So, right. Um, so then Johnny Juzang declared for the NBA. Um, and then somehow by some miracle, he said, you know what? I'm going to do another year at UCLA. Unfinished I'm, business. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to be done. So he, Johnny's back. Um, the team, as you said, is ranked number two in the nation. And uh, they are undefeated so far this season. Um, but their biggest and really only significant win was last Friday night, home to Villanova, which was like one of the greatest college basketball games I've ever seen. Um and they beat they that went into overtime. Villanova, who is ranked four in the country, came came all the way from Pennsylvania to to give us a great test and a great early season test. And yeah. you know, win or lose, that was one of the ones you'll you'll grow from over the course of the season. But the and Bruins pulled out the win. Yeah, thanks, yeah, thanks Villanova to, for doing that. And thank, uh, they seem like a good bunch of guys. Great bunch of guys. It was an awesome game. And then Monday we played Long Beach State who played out of their heads to, I mean, they, I think they literally made every shot. Um, And the the Bruins gave them some help too, with just a ton of like turnovers and like um, just kind of sloppy play, bad defense. So um, they, they were in it for a while and they were leading at times that they should not have been leading like deep into the game to where I think the, the team probably got a talking to from the coach, even though they won. Um, yeah. because it shouldn't have been that close. So I think Kevin? I joined the wrong podcast. <laughs> Talk, you're, we're talking. Is, <laughs> is, this, is, this, is this Bruins Bunches? This yeah, is Bruins, Bruins. Bruins Bunches brought to you by the So Baseball franchise, So Sports Incorporated. Yeah. And before we get into the whole, um, the whole So Football thing, uh, I just want to give our listeners a little primer on the fact that um, the Bruins have another game tonight against North Florida University or something like that, who are not as bad as it would sound. Um, they, they're, they're on an East Coast swing. I think they gave Arizona or Arizona State, one of those teams, they gave them a scare. So the Bruins, I expect after the, after the chewing out that they're certain to get from their coach after the last game, plus um, – the fact that, you know, they are the number two ranked team. You're going to, I think you're going to see some, some fire and fury come out of the Bruins tonight. If you get the PAC 12 channel on your cable package or the PAC 12 sports app. So we welcome Kevin. We welcome Dave. This is the so baseball podcast, uh, dabbling in other sports. And, uh, because so many of you seem to enjoy based on our metrics, so many of you seem to last episode of so football we're going to be doing another one in this main so baseball feed so before we get down to the business of nfl football does anyone have any housekeeping items they'd like to attend to um i have a really dirty bathroom and that's (laughs) i gotta clean it is that what you're talking about no no i I mean i mean the issues of the pod Issues of the pod. No, I, I don't have any house house cleaning issues to uh to housekeeping. To do I'm, housekeeping. 
housekeeping. I feel like it's the same thing. But yes, I don't have any housekeeping issues to do. Okay, let me just um, give you an example I, of what a housekeeping I, would be. Well, I was about to say, uh, what what would you like to say, Ross? I uh, want to say good to job. To, good job to you guys on your first episode of So Football. Um, the ratings were good. We nice. didn't get any any uh, email feedback as we requested, but we did have a lot of listens and our, our promo code at wineinsiders.com is being used like crazy. So that tells me people are still tuning in to so baseball slash so football. What did you expect that I was going to say? Uh, I thought you were going to talk about microphones again and criticize everyone <laughs> while I've got bad microphones. <laughs> No, the actually, microphone issue has been sorted. It sounds like you have a yeah, because it's. I hear some crackling on your side. Just to be stop to be. Do you hear that, Dave? What do you talk? I when I, I can't tell. Down? I can't tell anymore. Um, There's no crackle. I I'm also the crackle. eating a bowl of Rice Krispies right now. So. <laughs> that, that's. Is that it? Is that what you're hearing? <laughs> that was. That's what I'm here for. I'm. I'm going to put the tea down, and then I put the little ball on top, and then Dave hits it down the fairway. So right there. <laughs> exactly. There's no um, crackle. I'll let you know if there's a crackle. Well, there's crack pop and what was the other guy's name? Snap. Snap. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's um, get into football. Let's talk some football. Let's yeah, talk some football. What happened? Well, I want to say here's what I, here's 42, what I want to say. 55. I want to give exactly blue 33. Yeah. <laughs> blue, so. blue, Omaha. <laughs> um <laughs> Ross, thank you for putting so football on the so baseball feed. I understand that it didn't get as much you know, um, heat is maybe a, a so baseball episode in the middle of the World Series. That makes sense. Um, but I will say thanks for for sticking with us. And I think that we're going to grow week to week. So hopefully this week will be even more um, well received than last week, which I think was must have been great, even though it was wide ranging in its approach. Um, and I want to just come out of the box right quick and say, you know, up is down, black is white. The NFL is crazy. Kevin, what do yeah. you think? Yeah, I know. I mean, first of all, me and you, we picked, oh, the two great games of the week. Raiders versus Chiefs uh, was, was my suggestion. Yours was Niners versus Rams. Yeah. Blowouts. Both blowouts. Blowouts. Oh, wow. And, I, and yeah. I mean, serious blowouts. And I think that's that's the case of the NFL, right? Like, like the Raiders, they just got trounced in that game, and they looked they looked bad. The, the whole body language, everything else. Yeah, body language. And, and the Chiefs just look like they're just like, oh, what were we doing earlier in the year? We're back at it. We're back to who we really are. Yeah. Um, and then the Forty ers come out and play smash mouth football against the Rams, and they literally told the Rams, "Hey, you know what we're gonna do." We're going to run the ball right at you. Stop yeah. us. Yeah. And they couldn't stop it. They them. couldn't do it. Even with their new addition of uh, Von Miller. Didn't make Von a difference. Von Miller and the, the other guy gets the first catch and then he disappears. Uh, Odell Beckham. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was, it, it, it played actually into what we talked about last episode is that anything can happen in this league. Yeah. Uh, there's no, there's no definites. Um, and then later I have, I have some case in points with that. I mean, obviously the big glaring one uh, this last weekend 
was the Steelers tying the Lions. Yeah, I that's mean, great. Because as it, a Steeler hater, that make that just makes me it, happy. Yeah, and then even the poor Lions, they can't even get the win. They get the tie, I know. which is like <laughs> – Exactly. You know. They, yeah, but and, at least they won't go down like – well, their previous the O and seventeen or O and sixteen Lions, yeah. I guess it was yeah. one of the few teams that's ever done that. So they, you know, they won't be winless. I guess it or no, they well, will be winless. They, yeah. they won't be. What, they won't have the lost word? every game. Right. They won't go lost undefeated. No. I don't know. Undefeated. Man. Yeah, let's let's Unde- indefatigable. They're indefatigable. We know yeah, that. Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's just and and the poor Lions. I mean, they won a playoff right. game in 1993, and the time before that was 1957, I think. Yeah. Um. I mean, we're but, just talking. Yeah. Like I know it's sad. It's, it's sad. They it's do really get crazy. to play on Thanksgiving every year, though, so that's kind of fun. Yeah, and, um, and I, you know, hey, do you think old... that's a plus for them? I think it would be a, a negative. No, they tend to win those games. They seem to do very well, at least if I recall. I, and yeah. I, I always enjoy watching those games. Mm-hmm. You know, totally. a lot of times they match them against the Packers or yeah. somebody like that. But I think it might be the Bears this year. Yeah, it's always it's that old school football kind of thing. Right. Um, played in the Silver Dome in the past, and now yeah. they're in the Ford Dome Ford or whatever they call it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, it, anyway. It, it just that game, though, I think symbolized where the NFL is. Like the Steelers, I, okay, granted they didn't have their their starting quarterback, but still that game and that game was full of like just bad football, like yeah, fumbles, missed things, you know, all kinds. Right. Of stuff. Um. So and yeah, and that and and so there was a lot of humbling. That's the NFL. It's a very humbling league is that you think you're so badass you think you're so good well yeah next weekend because you may not be i mean how how much talk did the raiders have earlier in the year and now they're not saying much um so oh they've come so i mean from the beginning of the year till now yeah it's like two different teams yeah exactly and there's a lot of teams like that i i I saw this one article which i i I was going to bring this up because i think it's a really interesting point and the point that we're making is are the new england patriots the best team in the nfl and and they laid out this argument of who all the other teams lost to because because that that's the that's the crazy part this year every one of these like good teams like leading a division have lost to teams that were way inferior. Um, yeah. And you go through, you go through the list and you're like, Holy cow, you know, and, and they all have, they all have something that um, is a, is a glaring loss um, that they should have won that game or at least been way more competitive in. So um, I, and I think that's this, you know, what we're living in. And there you have, you have the Patriots are six and four, and they're lurking. They're out there. They're you yeah. know the AFC and and because um, besides the Titans in the AFC, nobody's running away with anything. Right, and the Titans are in trouble because even though they they're a very well put together football team, they they're not going to have their best player for the rest of the year and playoffs. Yeah. So at who's some that? point, Derrick Henry, yeah. um, who's out with uh, you know season ending. Uh, 
Great running back. Great running back. I mean, talk about running it down yeah. the throat. This guy, you know. Yeah, yeah I remember him Nobody from when I first – when I stopped doing fantasy football, he was one of the top guys. Yeah, yeah. He, he had Still a playoff a game. Guy. I think it was not last year, but the year before that he just – dominated you know like just you know just yeah he's but exactly and but even the titans earlier in the year they have a loss to the jets right so exactly so they're they got two losses one to the jets and one to the cardinals cardinals you know decent right the chicago Um, cardinals right formerly chicago cardinals um three in attendance at the peter pan hamburger stand on uh yeah Um, well, what about this? What about the yeah. Carolina Panthers? They've been three teams. They're currently on their third incarnation. They started Correct. off as an exciting, good team in the NFC South, you know, led by Sam Darnold. And then they were all of a sudden a bad Sam Darnold-led team. That was their second identity. And now they bring back Cam Newton, and now they're good again. And now everyone's like, oh, they're they're fine. This is like – we're yeah. not even halfway, or I guess we're about halfway through. How many more times? We know they're going to be the bad Cam Newton team. That's definitely going to happen at some point when yeah. he does something that no one wants. Um, but but the fact yeah. that they're in the – exactly. The NFC they're in the hunt is crazy again. because yeah. like the 49ers even, who have not had a very good year, they had – you know, they lost four out of five there in the middle, or five out of six, I think, actually. Yeah. And – you know, so now they're four and five and they're right. like, they're like, Oh, we, we can, you know, we have a chance. Um, I think the best thing you can be in the NFL right now is a team with a winning or close to winning record, yeah. you know, four and five, six and three, something yeah. like that. And where you're a team where nobody is hyping you up like they exactly. have with the Rams and, you know, like yes. the chiefs, as soon as you get this hype, then yeah. you things start to happen like the bucks right i mean yeah. the bucks lost to the to the washington football racist yeah. name team yeah i mean that's yeah. not supposed to happen yeah it, it, exactly and and that was just like that uh, just plays right into our our theory about this. It, it well exactly and you've you've got these losses that are scattered throughout that you're just like how does that team lose to that team i mean look at the the ravens they lost last thursday to the dolphins I mean, the right. Dolphins have, you know, have yeah. like three wins, I think, now. That was their third win. They're three and seven. Yeah. But they dominated that game. Their defense dominated that game. <laughs> exactly. And their defense is terrible. At least coming yeah. into that game was terrible. Um, it's it's uh, they, insane. They've given up the, like 252 points, which I think is like the second worst in the AFC. So, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's just um, I mean, they've given up 252 points. And the Lions have given up 260, just to put it in perspective, you know, of, right. of that, you know, you're in bad territory there. Yeah. So, but they, they, they made the Ravens look, again, humble. And yeah. I think that's the, the key phrase there, that you've just got these teams and everyone's in it. I mean, it's crazy. That's the, it is. Even like you look at the Broncos, who you go, the Broncos aren't a good team. They're five and five. You know, right. they're, they're only a game and a half out of first. You right, know. they're selling players like they're planning for next year, and they're actually in the hunt. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. I know. I know that type of team from baseball. Oh yeah. yeah. What type yeah. of team is that? Cleveland well, Guardians. 
<laughs> the well, no, but the I mean, Cleveland. No, a great example would be last last uh, last baseball season at the end of July. You had the Washington Nationals. You had the Atlanta Braves. Right. Um, the the Nationals figured they were done, and the Braves could have figured they were done, but they didn't, and they ended up winning the World Series. So it's a it's a crazy crazy um, that was a great turnaround great turnaround um mm-hmm. but so yeah you've only really got you've got the lions you know who are oh and eight and one they got a tie now yeah um you know but and and that's an nfc everyone else has at least three wins you know and, right and then in the afc you've got the jets who are two and seven and the Texans, who God, they're terrible, are one and eight. Um, but would it surprise anybody if those both of Jaguars. those teams came out this week, all three of them, and won? No, I, it wouldn't. It, it, it would surprise me if it, one of them didn't win. Exactly, because because look look who they have. Um, I don't know who the Texans beat, but the Jaguars, the Jaguars beat the Bills, <laughs> and they're two exactly. and seven, right? Yeah. So like you're like what you know? So right. If I can ask a stupid question, please like go ahead. how kind of any team can beat any team. Yeah. Um, you know, in Stratego, how a one beats a two and a two beats a three, but yeah, but a nine, in, but an eight can beat a bomb and a nine can beat a one. Like, right. Spy, there, can, spy can beat the one. Like, he, is there, attacks, there not being attacked? Is there like any, is there, is this what's going on sort of here? Like, Okay, this team's terrible, but um, they have the one thing that the other team is vulnerable to, mm-hmm. which is like a good inside pass rush, or you know, like they stop this, which completely unlocked the other team's offense. Like, why are these why are these outcomes that were not predicted happening? Is there something on the field where their offenses and defenses are just a mismatch? I, I think that's the case in some instances, right? Like I think there are some cases, but I think overall what it is is the teams that are supposedly really good aren't really that good. Right. Meaning that it, like we were mm. talking about when we started our conversation last week, we were talking about how we got into football, right? When we were kids and there were these teams that you just knew they were really good teams. Like, Week in and week out, they were going to put up a consistent performance. You look at the Rams. How does that Rams team play like that if they're the same Rams team that is, you know, such a great team? Okay. Um, I just don't think that you, – you see what I'm saying? I think, right. I think some of the, the greatness of these teams is inflated. So it's so, a strength of schedule thing. This this team's six and oh, yeah, but they haven't played anybody good yet. Not necessarily. I think it's more that they're inconsistent. I think I think that they they can they can beat good teams, but and that's what I'm saying. These teams have beaten good teams and, and but they've also lost to really bad teams, some of these teams, right? So that's where the inconsistency comes in. That it's it's not that they had a weak schedule, um, it's that any given Sunday, they might not perform up to the level that people are saying they are. And, and I think that's something that is kind of unheard of that, you know, in baseball that happens, right? Because the greatest hitters gets a hit 30% of the time historically, right? Last season, it's like 28.2% of the time. Um, 
But historically, that's the case. So, you know, that's why a superstar might not do well in the playoffs because it's, you know, it's hit or miss, no, no pun intended. But in football and basketball, traditionally, your superstars are your superstars no matter what week it is. They, they perform at a high level. They don't – it's not, you know, ebb and flow for the most part. There's no, like, uh, bad hitting streaks. Um, but the way that – I think it's partly how the, how the game has evolved from being a very less physical game and more fast-paced – throwing the, you know, throwing the ball, throwing where it brings into all these factors that those things aren't as consistent as physicalness, you know, as being a physical game. And so the, um, the chance of not performing to that level is more possible. That's at least right. my take on it. So, well, also right. too, like, like you could, like a play out of the, the Rams Niners game the other night was, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, Stafford went to, he tried to look for OBJ in, in, you know, near the end zone and made just a terribly ill-advised throw yeah. that the Niners intercepted. Now, this, this wasn't uh, Ronnie Lott, like, you know, sweat, sniping some really good pass. And ca- I mean, it went directly to the other floater. guy. Yeah. It was Yeesh. a floater. He should never have thrown the ball. Yeah. Why did he throw the ball? Because he wasn't because he's smart. Well, because he, he wasn't wasn't playing as- smart. He's not as good as he was earlier in the season. We know Stafford from his years with the Lions. He's a he's a good quarterback, but he's not a great quarterback. Right. And to get to that greatness, but he played as a great quarterback for the first part of the season with the Rams. Yeah. And and that's that that whole thing is I don't want it's not smoke and mirrors. It's just inconsistency. It's just that yeah. the the players who are really good, it's part of the reason why Tom Brady won a Super Bowl last year with the Buccaneers because Tom Brady is a truly great player, right? Yeah. So you put him in that position, he's going to dominate these people who aren't really great players. They're good players, yeah. but they're not the greats. Like you were saying, that's not Ronnie Lott making an interception. That yeah. could have been anybody making You an put anybody out there, they're going to catch it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, totally. a, a center fielder could have caught that ball. You know, it was like <laughs> – Exactly. It was just up there. And – and um, and that and that's that's kind of a thing. And also, you look at the Forty ers right? The Forty ers are have are a much better team than they have played this year. Uh, so it's kind of the inverse, right? That's true. Like that's true. Like they they you know they lost that really close game to the Packers, um, and that was the beginning of this kind of downfall for them. Because if they right. won that game, they would have been like three and zero or whatever. And, but they lost that game, and then they lost these other, you know, a game in the rain to the Colts, you know, all this stuff. And not to make excuses for them, but they have not played up to their level. All of a sudden, Monday night, right? They look like they look like no one. Oh could yeah, them, you know, and, and Debo, baby, come on, what Debo, was he but thinking? Debo, but also the runs that and Debo running, he ran Debo the ball five was times. Out of his right? mind, that was great. Yeah, and that and was so great. You, so you've got this whole thing. You're like. How is that team four and five? Because I'm watching them that night. And I'm like, this team. But what what Shanahan did is he got he went back to the basics, right? Yeah. Like he he just said we're going to out physical the Rams, and and right. they just they just ran they ran the ball over forty times, and 
um, and they just ran and they, and they couldn't stop him. And it was very similar to the Niner team that went to the Super Bowl, where they their two playoff games they rarely threw the ball. Um, yeah, and 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 it wasn't into the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter that they had to throw the ball and they couldn't throw the ball because I don't think they'd been throwing the ball enough. So, but it, 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 you, you have these situations. And I think, I think that's the thing with football right now. It's, it's like we talked about, and I mentioned it last time, football is way closer to the arena football of the eighties when it started than it is to the football that I'd mentioned last time, Niners Steelers, 1981 season. Yeah. Um, that 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 if you watch that game, that is one of the most physical games you will ever watch. People are being carted out, but not because <laughs> of speed, but because of just like two big men hitting each other. You know, yeah. you know, linebackers being taken out. Slow I mean, there are some there's some pops from Ronnie Lott in that game, though. And Carlton Williamson, the hit man. But um, it's, uh, you know, but it's it it's a different game and and then all plays into this oh we're still in the hunt because it's just a, it, it's like it's it's more like fast uh, um basketball right like it's more like uh like the old lakers of the 80s they're just throwing the ball up and down the court and yeah. they're just throwing the ball up and down the field that's why like we were talking about last week uh if you've got a minute and a half oh there's lots of time left but in 1981, a minute and a half, game's over. Right. Well, the big question now, I think, because, of course, what everything we've said thus far is 100% right, who's going to be the next so-called great team right now to look really bad? Because it's going to happen. We know it's going right. to happen. Right. I'm predicting yeah, listen the to Green the Bay Packers. I'm predicting right. the Green Bay Packers. I to get found out? To get found out. Because yeah. – They've got, of course, Aaron Rodgers. He's great. He beat COVID, which is a good thing. He's got his, you know, Devontae. They've got a solid, you know, they've got a really solid team. But, of course, do they? You know, maybe they don't. I predict they're the next team to uh, go on a sort of a told-you-so moment. I think you're right because if you watch that game, I I happened to catch part of that game this last weekend when they were playing the the Seahawks. And it was a very, like – close game uh, up until a certain point uh, like a three, nothing game. I think at one point for quite a while. Yeah. Um, they were all just, the announcers were just raving, raving about the Packers defense. Oh, this defense is so good. Oh, the pass rush. Oh, the DBs. Oh, the, okay. They're playing the Vikings this week. Like to your point, maybe the Vikings step it up as a four and five team, like in that world you were talking about Yeah, in that little zone, the four and five, five and five, six and four team. Um, And then they're going, you know, the Vikings could upset them. I'm picking the Vikings in that one. Yeah. I I think, I think, yeah, I think you're, I think you're onto something there. Um, And I think that's, that's a good call because let's see, who are the Patriots playing? Do they have the week off or are they playing someone this week? Uh, oh, sorry. Maybe I was way ahead. Oh no, I wasn't way ahead. So Patriots are. Oh, they're playing third. They're playing tomorrow night, Thursday night, and they're playing at the Falcons. So I, I think they'll win that game. Yeah. Um, but then again, who knows? You know, Falcons that are would... four and five, right? Right. Yeah. Everyone's saying though the Patriots are back. You know, Belichick's yeah. got them. You know, playing again. Yeah, rookie rookie quarterback that the 49ers passed on. 
um, right? You know, uh, so who's who's doing very well and getting them going. So yeah. So because I, I think the Patriots, you know, as I said before, I think Belichick's got them playing a, a solid game. Mm. Um, he so, does. Yeah, and and I think so. But I think I think you're right. I think the one game that will tell the tell is the Vikings Packers. Like, you know, because because exactly like we've been saying. Oh, they were so elevated when they beat the Seahawks. Oh, they stopped Wilson. Wilson yeah. came back and they he did nothing against this Packers team. They're so big and bad. Well, Wilson needs to get his feet wet a little bit more. And yeah. uh and but they they had oh, they were just oh, they were I I couldn't believe it cuz historically the Packers defense is not that good. Um it's usually their offense that carries them, right? Like the right. the Hail Mary pass at the end of the game or whatever. So uh yeah i i like that i like that yeah. a lot i think that's it um well that well was can i bring up something that uh i still want to to uh yeah you got a list i feel list. like well i know we were talking about the rams niners yeah and uh you know you guys covered um what happened between the lines in great depth but unfortunately you overlooked the um, most important human interest story of that game, pretzel. Pretzel. Did you say pretzel? Pretzel. What I, happened? I missed the pretzel. Is this so snacks? <laughs> so. Okay. Here's what happened. Okay. Uh-oh. All right. 49ers were winning. They were, the fans were talking shit. In the direction of Rams quarterback, Matt Stafford, Stafford's wife, Kelly Stafford, threw a pretzel at the hecklers. Okay. This sounds like Seinfeld. Keep going. That's all I got. I That's was hoping it? somebody... One... Now, well, let me ask that you about this pretzel. story didn't get to me. Hold on. I, got, I, got, I, need, I need some more info on this pretzel. Are we talking like a little pretzel... No. Or are we talking like a big one with salt and mustard pretzel. on a pe- it? It was, um, it was a piece. Inside. It was a piece of a stadium pretzel. Oh, right. like a sourdough pretzel, like a puffy pretzel with salt. Yeah, nice. And where? And and then and um, she she threw this at what? Like a child? Well, if you listen to the news, um, oh. an altercation ensued. Oh, and security moved her group to a different location in the stadium. Oh. Okay. That's from MSN.com or Deadspin. Okay. My bad. Uh, I, so, I, yeah, I, I thought, I, okay. Pretzel. Th- that's interesting. Uh, not really. But, uh, but, <laughs> but, there, but you did have a point that you had on your list before this, this thing that I, I wanted to touch on, which is really important to this game that you're talking about. I thought you were going there. The chemistry versus talent, right? Because, right. because you had – these two new big additions to um, to the team there uh, for the Rams, and neither one of them played a big role yet. Will they play a big role coming up, or will they create an unbalance in the team chemistry? And because uh, we saw some arguing on the side of the field for the Rams, right? Well, that's mm. why bring. I mean, I think Von Miller is the kind of guy you bring in, and he can go anywhere. OBJ is kind of a little bit of a trouble 
maker. I don't hope that's not me being a dick or anything, but you know, he complains. He, you know, the reason he left Cleveland was because his dad tweeted a thing that was, you know, sort of against the quarterback, you know, Baker Mayfield. And um, so he, he's kind of got this, uh, it's a little bit of a, you know, the ball family kind of, you know, I forget the dad in that family, but just kind of like a, you know, a, going to the media and doing things that are, you know, a little bit outrageous to kind of spark, um, you know, action or whatever. So I could see him coming in there and being a bad um, chemistry guy. And, you know, cause yeah, if he's not there and they go out and they lose to the Niners on, you know, Monday night football, you know what? We had a bad game. We're going to wash this one off and, and, and we'll deal with it. But then if they go back and, OBJ's like, this is fucking bullshit. You guys yeah. suck. Hello? Hello. We lost you. We lost. I no, that someone when when I get an incoming call, oh, they, gotcha. uh, it cuts out. But but yeah, now you've got a potential where, you know, he's in there poisoning the minds of otherwise um, you know, big rah-rah team guys, which that could happen. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I no, and that, and that's that is the this um, this chemistry thing that we we talk about too during baseball season when they bring in the player at the at the the trade deadline, right? Yeah. Um, because you're injecting something into something that's already moving, right? And if you don't become part of the movement, uh, you know, if you become detrimental, and and the other thing too that I think is really interesting is the Rams have a buy this week right right and they were saying on the broadcast oh that's a good thing that will give them a chance to get in tune with each other i kind of disagree because i think the first thing you want to do after you have a game like against the niners is get back out there and have a game that you win you know yeah. have another like, game yeah just just you know let's get behind us yeah because now this game is going to sit with them for two weeks right and and to your point dave like well, was it this new thing or was it not this new thing? Was it, you know, well, could they I'd have say done with more? Baseball, it, with baseball, yes, get right back out there. Yeah. With football, maybe they need the two weeks because, you know, sh- there's a lot more moving parts in football. So maybe they, they need some um, kind of bonding time or playbook study or whatever the hell it is. I don't even know when this particular yeah. instance, but yeah, baseball. I, I, yeah. Just get out there the next day, but football, maybe they need the bye week to um, sort of get on the same page. Yeah, no, that that's a possibility, but I think I just, from the, from what I was picking up, right. Because you could see that they were very disappointed. And the funny thing is, is the coach uh, McVay, I think he said, he said the game was very humbling. He used exactly the word that I was saying. It's so funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was, right? Like it was like, you're so, you know, they kind of swaggered into Santa Clara thinking, okay, we're going to beat them, even though the Niners have beat them, I think the last three or four times. But they swaggered in there thinking, okay, this is it. We're going we're gonna to take this. And the game ended with rains from the crowd of beat LA. And it was, it was uh they just had a look on their face of this is 
this sucks. You know, their, their, their postures, everything was just, so that's what I don't know because uh, you, you want to kind of that, that can linger. And if it lingers into say like an on during practice argument or discussion or that, you know, continues on, it's two weeks of that game sitting on your shoulders. So granted in football, usually having more time off is good for injuries and other things, but, um, this one, I just don't know the case because you got a, a big star coming to defense and you have a big star coming to offense and they kind of didn't play any role in this, this dismantling that the Niners did to them. Yeah. Um, none, none whatsoever. Yeah. So um, it, it was interesting. And we'll, we'll see, where, we'll see. Where, where this takes the Niners too, because the Niners have supposedly an easy opponent, you know, that the, I think they're playing the Jaguars this week and uh Hell, they could be 500 after this week. And, um, you know, and then they who knows where they go from there? Because uh, they, they're playing a lot of other 500 teams coming up, you know, all these teams in the middle. And uh, someone's got to win those games now that, yeah. that everyone's kind of staked themselves into these onto these, you know, puddles of, of middle ground, um, especially in Portals. NFC. Portals. There's a lot of a lot of teams in that kind of muddled middle so anyway yeah all right we've all, it's almost like we just finished the preseason and this the real season starts this week like now is when teams are going to separate teams are going to separate and it's going to be fun to watch cool all right well um thank you guys for that that wrap up um uh, i'd like to take us on a transition now okay and um because uh, there's all kinds of other things going on in um, there's all kinds of other things going on in the baseball world, in the basketball world, the hockey, all kinds of people, baseball fans like us, and I'm sure most of our listeners are big baseball nuts. So we don't want you to feel that your particular sport has been ignored in any way. So we're going to do a, a quick whip around just of um, what's going on. First of all, we've had some interesting news uh, coming up in the baseball world. Um, we've had our first qualifying offer accepted by Brandon Belt of the Giants. He will take the qualifying offer and stay with the Giants for another year with for eighteen million. Interesting. That's very that's very exciting, and you know it's very rare that a player takes it, but I think in Belt's circumstance, it was the right call. We're seeing. Astros keep Verlander with 25 million deal. So Verlander is going to stay with his team, the Astros. So that's pretty big news. Um, we have a Laker game tonight, uh, this afternoon, actually 4 30 PM on the, in Pacific time, our Lakers, our beloved purple and gold are going to Milwaukee. The Lakers are in crisis and they'll be facing up against the champs, the Milwaukee bucks. So that's a game to watch. Um, the, we won't cover the rest of the NBA slate, but let me just suffice it to say, there's a full NBA slate tonight. And in the NHL, we have the Washington Capitals coming to Staples Center, soon to be known as Crypto.com Arena. But for now, it's still the Staples Center. The Capitals are coming to place the Kings, two red-hot teams. And so hockey is is hot in the streets, hot hot on the ice. So we a lot of other sports besides football are popping off. 
And does anyone have a comment on any of the things I just mentioned? Um, I actually have another late breaking news. Robbie Ray has won the American League Cy Young mm, Award. Okay, good. So wow. that was that. And then my other thing I was going to say too, great news on the Brandon Belt thing, by the way, but um, is that I don't know if anyone got a chance to watch that Warriors-Brooklyn uh, uh, Nets game last night, but Warriors are looking pretty damn good there on the road against Kevin yeah. Durant and Harden. Well, um, I was going to say that exact thing, Kev. I, I mean – if you're if you're gonna take it, let and I'm fine to do so. You know, forget football for a second, and take it just in the in the world of sports. Steph Curry right now yeah. is, is he is the world of sports. I mean, yeah. I'm a Laker fan. I'm a big basketball fan. What that guy's doing right now, it is just unbelievable. I mean, it's it's fantastic to just be around, be alive to watch this man. Yeah. work his craft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's because, the best. Like, People you know, were cheering him in Brooklyn last night, if you know this, when he was yeah, hitting those and, threes. <laughs> was I like mean, insane. talk about couldn't, I mean, and from all accounts, a, a great man, a decent man, uh, you know, like, does he have fun and like to whip it up a little bit? Yeah, sure. But not like, you know, some of these uh, really very hateable players that are good and you have to pay the attention to him. He is kind of, uh, you know, he's special. He's a special athlete. And regardless of what sport you like or what you're into or watching right now, Stephen Curry is the man yeah. of the hour in the yeah. world of sports, at least in the world of American sports right now. Yeah. Well said, you know, game set match end of conversation. And they haven't even gotten clay Thompson back yet. Although I hear he's, he's getting close. So the warriors are just going to get that much better. Yeah, yeah, no. As long that, as your talent versus chemistry scale, he might cause a temporary imbalance of team chemistry if he's if he's uh, taking more shots than are available to him. But anyway, they're going to get well, Clay Thompson he, back. I don't think now. that would happen. Yeah, I don't think that they have to worry about his chemistry because he's been with them for so long. Yes, um, you know, it's like, but he's been away for of, so long. It's Keith and Mick. You know, I mean, you know, if ah. even if they've been apart for a while you know, when they get back together, it's going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. They know if there each is other something, it will well. be, it will be temporary. Even if, if there is any sort of confusion, yeah, people are wondering temporary. like, Oh, is there enough, you know, shots to go around? But even right now, like when Steph doesn't score 50, he's still like, you have to react to him because if you don't, he'll just hit a three and like, that's that. So if you don't put a ton of attention onto him, then he's going to burn you. And then when you do that, if he's got clay to you know dish to and clay's hot then yeah it's uh it's going to be hard to figure out how they don't make the finals um and then it was great to see them just uh really embarrass the brooklyn nets last night who durant you know he left the warriors thinking he could go do it on his own which apparently is not the case and then um harden who with the new nba rules about fouls is having a shitty year and then uh, their other big three player uh, won't get vaccinated and can't uh, play in New York. I know. Um, so that was really Crazy. fun to watch Brooklyn yeah. just, you know, uh, look like dickheads. Yeah, I, I like I got... like Kevin Durant, Durant but um, oh, you do Harden. Harden is just, <laughs> he's, you know, he's like the big like 
He just has that look on his face like the lion from Wizard of Oz every time. <laughs> every time he plays plays the Warriors, he just looks like, well, I guess I'm not that good. And he posted some photo after the game of him walking by something that had goat written next to him. I'm like, what no. are you thinking? How I you you know? Oh, speaking of that, I saw and I want to give a tip of the hat to my wonderful son Kingston, who is you know him and his sister are the pride of my life, and I love them like none other. But Kingston showed me a video of this guy. I guess it's a few years old, and I never saw it. It's it's Max Kellerman, and he's saying if you have to pick between Steph Curry and Andre Iguodala to take the last shot to save earth, um, you know, who do you take? And, and (laughs) I only will advise our viewers to just Google that particular clip, just Max Kellerman Iguodala. That's probably will get you there. Mm. I, I was, I was laughing for a good, I don't know, half hour when he and I were in New York this weekend. It is too funny. It's really a must-see. Oh, I highly great. recommend it. Hilarious. I'll check yeah. it out. Yeah. It's really great. Especially oh. in today's climate where I think the answer to that question is fairly obvious. But um, anyway, quite quite well, fun. Well, I have to run. Well, I like that Ross took it into a, just a general sports talk. Yeah. Kev, I love what you brought today. I want to do this again. I don't know if the metrics – will make sense to us because we talked about a lot of sports. I don't know. Maybe we'll have a staff meeting later in the week and decide what the next podcast oh. is. Maybe it's just a so sports podcast. Well, I, don't I, even know. I, I think, I think football on the front end and, uh, and then we just kind of, cause we got other stuff boiling underneath, but football is the, you know, it's kind of happening right now. Yeah. That's and, a good uh, idea. And that's it just idea. kind of wrote, it floats up, you know, whatever is the hot and heavy. Yeah, but you no, know, basketball really idea. doesn't kick off until you know NBA, yeah, uh, and college until the new year. So, right, um, you know, it's kind now of wait football before you go though, we want to send a special shout out to our dad, Ab. Uh, we know you're a big listener to the pod, and you pointed out you said a few episodes back when we were talking about home runs being hit out of stadiums that we missed a chance to mention that you were that kid out on Waveland Avenue, outside Wrigley Field, waiting for those home runs as a kid. We know you were there. We know you're going to be back there next season when we all go to Chicago to take in a game at Wrigley. So if you're still listening to this podcast 48 minutes in, consider this your shout-out. You were that guy, and we want to give you the props you deserve. Go Cubs, go Chicago Cardinals, and come back on this pod when you're ready. Amen to that. God bless out. Yeah, All more right. Chicago stories. We want. Yeah, more we want Chicago another stories. round of Chicago stories. All right, man. Have a great afternoon, guys, and thanks for being a part of this. We will catch you all on the next So Baseball podcast, where we will wrap up all the postseason awards and get into some of the labor issues. So, thanks for joining <laughs> us, and we'll talk to you. I'm serious. That's a teaser. That is a teaser. There's going to be a work stoppage if they don't. No, figure something out. Gonna, it, I, oh, I thought you were talking about birthing. My only thing that I want to say before I go is, one, my last sports thing is, LAFC, the, the MLS Woo! soccer club, called me at home. They want me to get season tickets. I spoke to the woman for 30 minutes. I've never had that happen. No other sports team has ever called me directly, Dave Neglia, and talked to me like that. I'm considering it. That's number one. And number two is, if I ever get a terminal disease and I get to go to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which I don't want to happen, but if it does, 
I want Kevin to buy a canoe and go into McCovey Cove and get me <laughs> a, a ball out of the water. That's yes. make a wish. That's it. Kevin. That's all I got. All right. I'll need, I'll need a pilot. All right. Okay. All right, guys. Okay. Have a good one. Bye. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Love bye. you all. Okay, Take bye. Care too. Bye. Thank you.